Hey everybody, this is Ashley. And this is Aaron. <laughs> these notes. Aaron, look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> we get this out. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of A Perspective. Perspective. I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. And yes, thank you so much for joining us once again. We appreciate it. Welcome. Yes, guys, we're back to bring you a fun new episode. And to go ahead and get things kicked off, let's get started with five questions. Five questions is an opportunity for you all to get to know us a little better. It's also an opportunity for us to get to know each other a little more. We ask five questions, and they range from funny to sad to thought-provoking, and we try to ask them in interesting and fun ways. So, are you ready? Ready, Freddy. Here we go. There's no theme this week. Just got some questions. We're going to answer them and see how they go. Okay. Okay. Although, I feel like one of these I should have given you a heads up, but you'll let me know. Oh, Lord. Here we go. (laughs) Question one. If you got sucked into a 90s TV show family, which one would you like to go to? And which one would make you say, what the fuck? Um, the one that I would like to go to was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, hands down, because of Uncle Phil, man. The one that I would feel like, what the fuck? Hmm. A 90s TV family. Which one is Probably like Full nom? House. I mean, I would say Full House. I mean, I love Full House, but I didn't grow up with all the people in the house. So (laughs) I I wouldn't even know what to do. Like having to share it like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, Full House would probably be like my what the fuck. I love the show, but I just, yeah, that's not the, I don't think that's the family I grew up in. Let me, I think that's probably one I would have to think about some more, but that's just off the top of my head. That's who I'm choosing. What about you? So I'm with you. My go-to family would be Fresh Prince. There's space, there's access to resources, there's Jeffrey, which means... Anyway, yes. I better be access to resources, yes. <laughs> my WTF, or, and, and second, actually, so my second one would probably be the Cosbys, but I realized there's just not a lot of space where they're at. What? Yeah, man. Cousin. Anyway, so, and my WTF would be Roseanne. Oh, God. Yeah, that, mm-mm. See, that never even crossed my mind, because that bitch never crosses my mind. So. <laughs> <laughs> never even thought about it like that. But yeah, okay. Okay. Question okay. two. Question. <laughs> what other families were there? Anyway, question two. If a rapper had to freestyle on the spot to save your life, who are you choosing? Freestyle on the spot to save your life. Matt the Stallion? Hmm. Not even a question. Ain't even have to think hard about it. I've heard her freestyles. She's saving my life. We both walking up out of it there today. Really? Yeah. What? Uh, have I... you heard Max freestyles? No. That's why I'm like, okay. Oh, man. Just catch one. We both saved. I'm going to let her ride her boat and I'm out. Drive <laughs> the boat. That's what she do. There we go. And I'm out. Mm-hmm. Who would you choose? I was just going to choose Jay-Z, but I don't know. Where okay. His... Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I had to okay. think about it. I was about to say, like, I don't know his freestyle, but then I realized the reason why I said that was because I had heard, you know, back in the day when he was in the, you know, when he was on 560. <sighs> is, that, is that somewhere in Brooklyn? 560 State Street. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. I was about to be like, I know you know about 560. L- l- okay, listen, I had to think about it. He be in the kitchen like the Simmons with the pastries or something. I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Question three. Would you leave your partner for your celebrity crush? <laughs> and we're not. And, and, and I'm saying it, it's, if you, it's if your celebrity crush came to you the way you envision them. That's why they're your celebrity crush. Mm-hmm. Would you leave your partner for them? I feel like leave is such a strong word. Like, is, this, is, that, 
is this like a for life thing? Like, or is this like a one night thing? Like, are they asking me to be with them for life? Yes. Or is this just like a... They're coming to oh. you saying... Man. Um, I got what you want. I got what you need. I got so listen, what you want. So listen, y'all. I love Rob. I, Lord knows I do. <laughs> but... No, let me stop. Um, it, that's so funny that you asked that because her and I have had these conversations before. I don't know. You know, it depends on which celebrity crush because I have a few. And it just depends on where I'm at with my life at that point. Like the devils are in the details. I'm I, that's just as honest as I can be. There we go. Yeah. Well, what about me, you? The answer is yes. Peace the fuck out. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> you heard it here first. So next, boo, whoever you are, you better hope that celebrity crush don't come up. Question. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Question four, should you have a work bay, quote unquote, while you're in a real relationship? Should you or can you? Should you? Or should, should you? you have a work bay um, while you're in a relation, a real relationship? See, I just I just take issue with the word um, should you. I, I, I take issue with the word should, but I mean, we all have work wives and husbands. Well, not, let me not say we all. A few of us have work wives and husbands. It is like, I think it's innocent. Like some, I hope it's innocent. Um, Rob has a work spouse. I, I um, acknowledge and don't mind because, hey, I got to deal with Rob. I don't know how many hours of the week you do. You you know, you can take the other 40, at least take 40 off my hands, sis. Like, what, what else you <laughs> Nah, but I mean... Should you? I don't know. Like, I, I think it depends on your relationship. But I don't, I mean, I don't take that stuff serious. Unless y'all, like, now when y'all start talking after work and doing stuff like that, like, you're doing too much. But if it's just at work and somebody looking out for you, I don't care about that shit. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. See, I'm like you. I don't take it that serious. That last part is, me, is yeah. like, it's, it's, we spend, people spend a lot of time at work and right. having yeah i don't there's no there's no dig deep into that it's not that serious to me like you having a relationship with someone who you consider to be your work wife or your work husband your work spouse is they they must be part it's of the reason why you get me. through the day they must be part of the reason right. why you're still there why are we getting this why i don't know it's, it's exactly because what that what that check going to i bet it's not to your work husband or work wife like <laughs> and see i don't actually have a problem if they talk outside of work it, I guess it just depends on the relationship. No, probably not. Because if y'all cool, then y'all cool. But, you know. Yeah, because if y'all cool, y'all cool. Like, I, I, I feel like Robin had a work spouse everywhere she worked. Because people just love her for whatever. No, I'm joking. Um, but, yeah. So, I don't I don't mind it. I ain't nah, worried about it. Me neither. Question five. Okay. I think it may require some thought. It Uh-oh. is a scenario sort of situation. So what? What? What's the scenario? Okay. So I was listening to the read, and there was some part in the show where Crystal made this statement, and when she was done making it, it made me go, "Hmm, is that true?" And thought I'd bring it up here and discuss it. So I'm gonna reword the language just a little to be more broad. But essentially, she said. People don't magically stop cheating just because they get married. Ask just anybody that's married. So my question is, where does this narrative come from? And is it possible to be in a marriage and not cheat? Um, Yes, of course it's possible to be in a marriage and not cheat. Like if you took your vows seriously and chosen one person to spend the rest of your life with, that's what you're doing. So it's very possible. Does it happen all the time? No. Where did it come from? Niggas that still cheat <laughs> after they say I do. Like... It, it happens like lots of people do it doesn't make it right it's on that person and for them to deal with but yeah i mean yeah just because you say i do doesn't mean like it doesn't saying i do does not change who you are it changes your marital status on your paperwork in life you know supposedly but it doesn't mean that you're gonna stop being you like and if you weren't ready to you know settle down then that life is going to continue into your married life so once a cheater always a cheater nah people can change people okay. change people grow up people realize that you know they can't keep doing the same shit their whole life some people don't though and those are the people like if you know who they are then you know you accept them for what they are i guess either you're gonna deal with it or you're gonna peace out yeah but I now agree. there are some people that yeah i feel like people can say you know what i've done this long enough 
ain't no need for me to go back in a circle, keep doing the same shit, expecting different results. Yeah, I'm with you. I do think it's possible to be married and not cheat. I do think that that's a part of why some people who are against marriage are against marriage because they view that commitment as like a single focus, single driven, non-cheating, monogamous sort of thing, right? Like there is no room for error in that. And so they'd rather, because they know them, (laughs) they know them. It's not, it's like, why even put myself in that predicament? So, yeah. I mean, sometimes people, some people get married thinking that, you know, it'll help change them. You know, I think, I mean, that can be foolish to think, but I still think that some people may think that way and think that, you know, once I say I do, that's it. Like, I'm going to dedicate myself to this person and I'm going to stop, you know, being out here in these streets. And then they realize that, you know, it ain't for them or that that didn't really change them. I don't know. But it happens. Hmm. Yeah. Once a cheater, oh no, let me stop. I don't, I don't agree with that. Nah, I don't, I don't agree with that. <laughs> no, no, people do change. People do evolve. And that was five questions. And that was five questions, guys. If you want to give us any feedback, your answers, or just your thoughts on any of today's five questions, plug. You can find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective no e at the end at gmail or you can find us on Facebook a perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And now it is time for Under My Skin. Yes, guys, time to talk about what got under our skin this week. And as usual, I'll go ahead and go first. (laughs) So I only had one thing that got under my skin this week. It was going to be two, but I'm going to give Nancy a break this week. (laughs) For those of y'all who constantly listen, y'all know Nancy and you know how often she gets under my skin, but I'm going to let her live this week. Nancy's so, showing up a couple of times in 2021. That's just what you hey, Listen, she could probably show up a few more times, but I ain't even going to mess with her today. I'm just, I'm going to let it be. So what got under my skin? And I'm sure others will sympathize and or empathize with me about this following statement. <sighs> this bitch named Siri. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Siri got under my skin and really why Siri gets under my skin is because uh at work I don't have my phone out a lot to be able to text and be whatever whatever but when I do get texts I either you know when my airpods are in I'll say reply and tell Siri to say something or if I'm in the bathroom and I got my watch you know I'll speak into my watch Siri says she types out everything, but what the fuck I tell her to type out. Okay. And that's what really gets under my skin. Then on top of that, when I'm, when I'm actually typing, the second part of that is autocorrect. I spelled it how I spelled it. Okay. Like when I write things wrong, you don't want to correct me. But when I write things the way that I, I know what I'm saying, you want to correct me and put duck instead of fuck when you knew I meant fuck. Like what does even what the duck (laughs) mean, Siri? Like, come on. I don't know. And just this past week, I'll say again, back to my phone usage at work. I mean, and and I text through my watch. Like when I go to the bathroom, I got a little break, you know, take some time to go through my text, see who, whatever, whatever. And when I'm responding, there is just too many times that I have to hit cancel on that damn speak to talk, speak to text thing, whatever, just for it to start over again and it gets on my nerves. And then I think it's even more frustrating with the mask on because it can't understand what I'm saying. Then I got to take the mask down and it just, whatever. I don't know. It just got under my skin a lot this past week, mainly because of, I know what I'm saying. Like I know, Siri, I know you know what I'm saying and you still be fucking me over. So, and then she don't (laughs) listen. And then, I'm sorry, last part. And then, the heifer don't listen because like if I'm in a car and I'm like, hey, blank, I don't want to say it just in case it make my phone go off. But hey, girl, play this song, shuffle my music, blah, 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 blah. Or the other day when I was trying to tell her to put on like a, a Jay-Z and Kanye West song, she gonna tell me she can't find that at Apple Music. Bitch, you lying. I know it's <laughs> at Apple Music because it's in my library. So why can't you just play it? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, that's what got under my skin. Siri and autocorrect. You would think Apple yeah. would just be a lot better with that Siri by yeah, now. Okay, like, okay, okay, Aaron, okay. Like Apple, <laughs> what number phone are we on? 25? Like why is Siri still doing the same bullshit to me? Come on, come on, man. I can't. And why is still and why is autocorrect still changing fuck to duck? You know what I mean. I'm over it. Okay, sorry. I don't think it says any of those things. Curse words, nothing. Does yeah, anyway. I mean, Siri curse when people when people cuss at my text messages and she <laughs> reading it through my AirPods, she cuss because she so she so said what the fuck before. And I said, oh, 
it had me weak. Anyway, what about you? So I did it to myself. That's I did it to myself. You know when you know better. Be you know ones. when you just know better, mm-hmm. and you sacrifice quality for easy access or Mm. you'd rather go down the street versus driving an extra 20 minutes just because Mm -hmm. you don't so you Mm -hmm. sack i did it to myself all right i have go-to places for pizza i'm just gonna say that (laughs) and there are places that i do not go to and when you haven't gone to those places in a while in a while you may not fully even remember why or Remember mm. the moment that made you turn away from it. But you just know that you don't mm. go to it. So the other day, I really couldn't decide what I wanted. And ultimately, I landed on some pizza. Don't even ask me why I ended up landing on some pizza and Chinese food at the same time. But as I headed out to go get the food, as I headed I was so what I ended up doing was I went to go get the Chinese food. The Chinese food did not, they didn't have everything that I wanted. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to get it. Why waste my money on settling? Why, why spend the money on something that I'm not even going to get the, like everything that I want? So I'll just get pizza. Ooh, since I'm over here, there's this place that is one of my not go-to pizza places, but I haven't eaten there in so long. I see it. It's right there. It's like, (sighs) so I decided actually to go get it. I decided to go there versus traveling 20, 30 minutes to go to the pizza place that I wanted to go to. One, because like I said, I hadn't been there in a while, so I couldn't quite remember if it was just like, I couldn't quite remember the moment that made me turn away from it. Two, Mm -hmm. because when, this is what really did it. I don't even know if this person should be on my under my skin. So anyway, when I went to go, <laughs> oh, if they hear this. So when I went to go get my hair done and they got the pizza and offered me a slice. And I, at first I was like, no, for no real reason, but just no. I ended up eating a piece and I was like, oh, this is good. Like, so once again, I don't remember what made me turn away from this pizza place. I couldn't quite remember the moment, but this one experience right here made me go, oh, well, maybe, you know, new ingredients, new new whatever. Anyway, actually, long story short is when I got home, it all came rushing back to me as soon as I opened the box. Oh, it no. What? was half burnt. It, you know, when the cheese has been cooked so long that the cheese and the sauce look like that they're the same thing. The cheese and oh. the bread and the sauce have just... There's no distinction between it. Coagulated. Like, mm. It just... And I thought, all right, let me take a bite of it. And what were you thinking? You did it to yourself. Anyway, so I got <laughs> under my skin. This pizza chain got under my skin. Never again. Sometimes it's just easier just to go ahead and travel those 20 minutes. Go ahead, do it. Right. Right. Go ahead and get what you know is good. You may not remember, but there's a reason why you stopped going to certain places. That's what got under my skin. I did get my money back. Oh, so y'all know I called the next day. Oh, okay. You know I called the next day. Oh, oh I, just... I was. Well, actually, I was waiting for that part. I thought you was going to just fill us in. Oh, but, um... it just hit me. It, oh, I called the next day. Do you want me to make it again? Listen, uh, No, I do not. No, I just want my money back. And it wasn't I, even near my what? house. Okay. It wasn't. It, I was. I was. Oh, in... you had to go back out. It was out. No, I wasn't near Columbia. So Mm-mm. I had a similar experience today that. I couldn't believe, I mean, before I wrap up under my skin. So today I got Chick-fil-A for lunch. Let me just say that. And I got nuggets and I wanted their macaroni and cheese because I hadn't had it in a while. And I, you know, I don't mind their macaroni and cheese. Okay. And when I got, when I got back to work, no, I looked in my bag, there was my nuggets. And then there was a container, not with macaroni and cheese, but with 12 grilled nuggets in it. I was so mad. I was so mad. And then I kept calling and nobody was picking up. Oh. And I had to get off my lunch break. I, oh my God. That part, talking about something, leave a message. I, what the, what I look like leaving a message <laughs> at Chick-fil-A? <laughs> like, come on. You know what? That should have been under my skin. But I don't know. I ended up bringing the grilled nuggets home and I used it to make tacos. So. Did you call up there to get your macaroni? No. Nobody would answer the phone. And then I went back to work and forgot by the time I got off, oh. honestly. Call to, call I might tomorrow. call them later. Call tomorrow. Yeah. They'll honor it. The honor it may give you something extra too. You better call them. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Although those nuggets probably do equal more than that that macaroni, it's not the point. Oh hell yeah! And it was a twelve piece grilled nugget. You way more than <laughs> way more. Because I think the gr- the grilled nuggets by they like if you get a little what six piece or whatever that shit like five six dollars for some Is grilled it? nuggets. It's expensive. Oof. It's expensive. So it's $10 up here. Oh, shh. It's expensive. So, yes. All right, guys. Well, that's what got under our skin this week. Now it is time for What Are We Watching? <sighs> so much. 
Okay. Me too, actually, this week. Um, let's see. Let me get my list up here. Okay. So I went ahead and wrote down everything that I'm watching because I've been watching quite a few new shows. Um, so the first thing that I'm watching, but I have not finished, it's taken me a little bit of time to actually get into it, but it's on HBO Max. It's called um, QAnon Into the um, Into the Storm. Have you seen that Mm-mm. up there? Oh, okay. Well, it's basically, it's like a documentary, six part series documentary series about um these crazy people with QAnon and I heard about it at work and so I said I was going to give it a try but again it's kind of dry starting off so it's hard for me to get into it um the next thing that I'm watching is Equalizer I started watching Equalizer I got through three yes I got through three episodes I do like it um I agree with Nancy on with the daughter because the daughter is a little smart ass and I would have to you know slap her (laughs) around a couple times but other than that it's a good show and I said and I keep meaning to go back to it and I keep forgetting but um I'll remind Robin because we're watching it together the next show that I'm watching is called Southside actually let me not say I'm watching it I watched the one episode with Robin but Aaron I had to tell you about it because First, it's, it's a show about this guy on the south side of Chicago. It's basically about his life and, um, you know, other people around him. It's like one of them type of shows or whatever. It's not like a reality show or anything, but it's it's a it's a sitcom type thing. Anyway, I'm watching this one episode, Aaron. <laughs> and the, it, there was a cop. The cop, she, she's a dirty cop. But anyway, um, she buys this property pretty much. And she, there was this older woman in there that who, who was a civil rights activist that she didn't know about. And I just wrote down, I had to write it down because it was so funny. The, this is the older lady. I'm going to say this lady like in her 60s, 70s or whatever. She called the cop uh, um, a legal pad colored heifer. Okay. <laughs> I was awake. Um, and then she heard, and the cop's name is Zenobia. And the lady said, the grandma said, your name is Zenobia. Your parents just said, fuck it, huh? And so the cop cop says, my grandma gave me that name. And she said, the lady said, I don't give a fuck. Your granny was a hoe too. Like, and then the cop started to try to fight the old lady. I don't know. It was just too much. I was weak. But um, that was just that one episode. But it is something that I said, okay, this looks a little interesting. I'll go back and watch it. Um... Okay, I'm almost done. Another show that I'm watching that I could not wait to talk about up here with you. Have you seen Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? No. Is it good? Aaron. It must Aaron, be. okay. You know I wouldn't tell you about it if it wasn't. Okay, let me... T- <sighs> so I tried to watch it. I think Robin and I tried to watch it when it first came out. And I was like, what the hell is this? No. But we decided to give it another try. Well, Robin had been giving it another try behind my back because, you know, that see, that's worse than having a work boo. What? Watching some shit that we supposed to watch together, that's cheating. That's cheating. Have the work boo. But anyway, so she was telling me about it. She told me I should give it another try. Aaron, I watched it again. We got through that first season, I think, within a week. It was, it gave me everything that I didn't know I needed. Not only did it give me like music, like slash musical type things, it gave me feelings. It gave me like love. It gave me pain, drama, like comedy. It is really good. Like I could not believe it. One, um, Alex Newell, he plays Mo, but he was also on um, Glee. I cannot remember his name on Glee. Ah, damn it. He came towards the end. Um, he was the he was the black guy, but he dresses like a female. And he does oh, identify as um, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Uh, I, I know you're talking about. You know what I'm talking Okay. Um, he's up there. He's hilarious. And the voice. I, I mean, I, I, the voice was great on Glee. But up there, man, singing them songs, it is everything. So, and just a uh, rough synopsis of what the show is about. So, this girl Unique. named Zoe. Unique. Sorry. Unique. Yes. 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 Thank you. I could not think of it. Um, but this girl named Zoe, so she goes to get an MRI, something happens, like there's a glitch or something or earthquake or something while she's in the MRI and she ends up being able to hear people's, um, thoughts. Like if they're singing or something, like if they're going through something and what they're singing. So she calls them heart songs. And that's pretty much how she knows, like she needs to, I guess, quote unquote, intervene, stick her, Never mind. I'm not gonna say that she needs to intervene or maybe um, give people give people some help, you know, see what's going on with them or whatever. And a, a big part of it is like also showing her life and her dad is um, pretty much like dying of this 
uh, disease that there's no cure for, but, and he can't talk, but he can sing. Like, ugh, I mean, he sings to her through the heart songs and all of it is like, you know, I almost say it's, it's not as sad as it's, it's nowhere near as sad as, um, what's the show you keep trying to get me to watch? And I keep saying no, cause I don't want to go back to it. Um, this is us. It's like, this is us with music, but it's not as sad, but it, it gives you those like emotions and and strong feelings and good acting like it's really good it's really good and I think you should give it a, a try um she also has like these two guys at work that like her like it's a whole lot but it's a really good show sorry um and the last thing that I'm watching that I just started watching is True Blood <laughs> I know that's an oldie but apparently a goodie I've never seen it before my friend told me to uh, watch it and so I finally listened to her and I'm watching it and I already got through season one and I'm on season two. And that was probably in a matter of two to three days. It's really good. And that's what I'm watching. <laughs> Sorry. Woo, that's probably the longest one am I watching that I never had. Okay. I feel like yeah. today with a Grey's Anatomy recap. Okay. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> and what are you watching? Now I know how you feel. No, I'm joking. Um, what am I watching? I, I just got oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> now I know how you Boom. That was Patty. So I am watching a number of things. I'm so uh, one thing I'm so surprised I didn't hear you talk about. Uh okay. So I'm just gonna run through a, a number of them and pause at the ones that I think I should hone in on. So I'm watching Legacies, This Is Us, SVU, Grey's Anatomy. We'll mm. get into Grey's at a later time, but Gray popped back up and then she decided to be gray and so she's back in the coma and we get to see what's happening around the hospital with that as well as they're digging into their um, uh, pandemic bag now so we're getting they're playing out on the sh- on the show what happened you know a year ago and that's I'll leave oh, it okay. at that. yeah so station 19 a million little things to which I didn't realize they moved station 19 for those that watch it I didn't realize they moved a million little things to another night and replaced it with Rebel, the new show or whatever that came out with Peggy Buddy. I think that's Peggy. Anyway, so oh. Queen Sugar. Man, I just say this every week. Queen Sugar is quality television. Everyone needs to watch Queen Sugar, okay? I promise. Queen of the South is back. OMG, Queen of the South is back. So now I'm watching that. Mm-hmm. And this is the final season of Queen, Queen of the South. I'm a little like, <sighs> but it's the final season. But Queen of the South is back. And I'm watching Mixed Dish. Actually, and because of you, I started going back. So I I, I listed a bunch of things. But there was a period of time where all these shows were just on their hiatus or they were doing whatever they were going to do. So I started going back and watching Charmed. Mm. That first season, you know, there was a lot that happened in that first season. A lot happened Mm -hmm. in that first season. And I think a part of it is because they was already, you know, they, they had stuff to pull from. And so what we're seeing in two and three from my understanding, is more original content, although I never finished the last season or two of Charm, so I don't know what they're pulling from, if some of that's from that. Okay. Ooh. But maybe not. But Queen, But I will say that Charmed has been, to watch it from season one and to see where they're at now, because I'm actively watching that too, to see where they're at right. now, it's the budget has increased. <laughs> which yes. I, and yeah, I think it's good. I like, I like the direction that they're taking this season three. All right. Uh, I started watching Thunder Force on Netflix. I want other people to tell me what they think about that. That's the new show with, or the new movie with Octavia Spencer and Melissa McCarthy, where they... Oh. And it's a movie or a TV it's a show? Mo- it's a movie. Oh, okay. And then I watched... Do you know what I watched that was funny? I watched what? Bad Trip. Oh, uh, my God. I did, too. Sorry. <laughs> and I was laughing, like... Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I didn't think I would laugh like that. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. And I was hesitant to watch it because, you know, it just takes me a while to watch new stuff. And then I started mm-hmm. watching it. I stopped it. And then I came back to it. And I was like, and the next thing you know, I was into it. There were two scenes that were really funny to me. One was when they were in. Well, one, we didn't even get to see what happened. But we saw them walk inside the barbershop. But we quickly saw them run out and leave. And dude came yes. out with a knife. And then yes. when they went in. Uh, I don't know if they were in a restaurant or in a bar. But that lady went from. Aaron. With Jackie, the bald head, with the low much. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Aaron, that was my favorite part. I was <laughs> hollering. Oh my god, that was my favorite part. And the zoo the when they were at the much. zoo with the gorilla. Oh <gasps> yes, that was. Mm, mm. I just 
week, week. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much. I. Oh well. So the thing that I said I want. I I am hooked on organized crime, Ashley. I'm into yeah, it. Yeah, organized crime is good. Yeah, it's it's getting good. Yeah. I, well, actually, I, you. I thought about you because of the third episode. I was like, mm-hmm. I knew by like the middle of episode. I knew. I knew while watching see episode two that I was into it. When I actually like, huh? It. it yeah. It, yeah. They. I guess Stabler said I ain't coming back unless we gonna put a little um shake shit it. up. Yeah. You're right. Stabler, man. It's good. I'm. I'm. I really want to see what's gonna happen with uh. What's that lady's name? Not lady. Uh, that son. God, you know this, people's children. He in pi- shows. You, you know, you know he piss. Oh, you know he pissing me off. I said, "Oh, this what you risking it for? <laughs> this what you? <laughs> you know." <laughs> Listen, it did not take long for me to be over it. Like this dumb. <laughs> and the and um old girl and her boo. I was like, what? Yeah, I said, Lord, of course, of course, she a lesbian, of course. <laughs> But her and Stabler work. They, they work. They work to me so far. Like I, yeah, um, yeah. I like their rapport. Yeah, their chemistry. So, there we go. Their chemistry. It's good. It's definitely different than Olivia, but the show is different. And I and I didn't know what to expect, which is what I said in the minisode. But walking into it mm-hmm. differently for episode two, I'm hooked at it. It's it, it's it's good. Can I just say, when Stabler told Olivia to back off, like, part of me felt like that was okay. Like, I was a little sad, but at the same time, I was just like, you know what? Yeah, back off so he can have his own show and we can just see, because I'm sick of her and her whining at, no, let me, I mean, I love her, but at the same time, sometimes Liv really pushes my, you know, she grinds my gears. There we go. She grinds my gears. Oh, she's Olivia, so. And what he said to her was fine. I mean, I think he was also looking out for her, right? Like, he know he knows what's going yeah, on. Yeah, he know. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he trying to, yeah. And, of course, she all in her feelings about it. But I think it'll, mm. you know, come to pass. I saw she was on set with them again, so she'll be back. <laughs> and, you know, you're right, too. He, did, he does need his. Because the way he approaches being a police officer now or a detective now, he needs the, uh, I don't know her name, but Sergeant, the one who's over the task the force. The black woman. Mm-hmm. She, I think she's, a, 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 a from right now, feels like a, a better fit to easing him from where he was to where he should be in that NYPD. Yeah, way, man. I, mm, I just thought about when she, when he, um, when he went to go tell her that she, uh, that he was the one that was at the, the wheelhouse. Yeah. And she and pretty much like, yo, chill out. I know, like, anyway, that's what I'm watching. Yeah. Okay. Well, guys, that's what we're watching this week. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break, get something to drink, maybe a snack, and we'll be right back with our perspectives. Okay, guys, we're back, and it is time for this week's perspectives. And Mm. (laughs) it is my turn to go first. So this week, I don't really have, it's like, there's not really a place where my topic came from, but I guess it was just something that kind of popped into my head. You know how sometimes you just have random thoughts and you just kind of build on it. So anyway, I thought it would be a great topic and I was like, I'm going to ask Aaron. Okay. So, and you can, you can answer the question thinking about any type of relationship, whether it be friendship, romantic, whatever. But I want to know for you. Does inconsistency hurt a relationship? Can it come in between you and someone? Will it turn you off from someone? Does it make you not want to deal with someone? Like, can inconsistency hurt a relationship? What do you think? So no, 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 no is the simple answer because there are a number of things that can be detrimental to a relationship and inconsistency can be one of them. I guess for me, I'm like, Huh. Why I'm sort of like, huh, is because I want you to expand on it. So can you just get a little deeper when you mean inconsistency in what way, how, what, when, where, what? Yeah. Okay. So let's say like in a relationship, maybe your partner is inconsistent with cleaning up the house or whatever. Like, let's say y'all, you know, have a routine and y'all, and y'all start off good. You know, like every other month y'all start off good and everybody's doing their part. And then your partner stops doing what they're supposed to do. You know what I mean? They stop cleaning up 
or they stop um, doing their chores pretty much when it's at a certain time. Or let's say it's like a friendship. Um, You know, sometimes you talk to this friend and you can talk to them like every day. Like, you know, y'all talk every day because whatever, y'all kiki, ha ha. And then they disappear for two weeks. Like, and you don't hear from them or whatever. Like, like, it's just lack of, I guess, consistency in your life maybe, or just what, um, like with their actions, like sometimes, you know, people can be one way and then they can flip and be another. Does that make sense? Like they're just inconsistent mm-hmm. with who they are or what they, I guess, the relation, the relationship that y'all have. There we go. Hmm. That <sighs> yes is my answer, but I think there's so much, I think it just, it's, there's so much more to it than that. Cause I'm, I find it hard to envision, even within the examples that you gave, something that didn't already, that wasn't already a factor before that moment. Okay. I mean, a cagey friend who's there one week and gone the next and comes back again and shows and goes away. Like, that's nothing new. So, I, so the fact that they've remained in your life this long, yes, it could still be a problem. It could still be consequential and detrimental to the relationship but it feels like if the relationship has lasted that long and there's some sort of melding and adjusting that both people have done to make that relationship work i think in a relationship Hmm. romantic one the way you're talking it feels like that's not something new even it it doesn't yeah it doesn't feel like boom bam it came out of like it does not feel like it just came out of nowhere but what if you're just like starting to realize it? Or maybe like like say like you really didn't notice, oh well maybe you maybe you saw some red flags, but maybe you just didn't care enough to pay attention in certain things. Like maybe with certain friends. But like now you do. Like now, I mean, there like a light has been shown and you realize their inconsistencies in being um just a good friend, like or a real friend or a decent friend. Like, is that something that, you know, well, no, I think that's why I started out. That's I, Now I realize why I want to say yes. I was saying yes, one, because it is the simplest answer. And the answer to that question that you're asking is yes. I think it's because you are allowed to change at any given moment without justification. And so you may be okay with one thing one week and not okay with it the next because you have mm-hmm. changed. So it, so the simple Come answer on, is yes. Yeah. <laughs> And that could be because you have changed. If that person is, even with what I'm th- saying, if that person is still being consistently them or being consistently inconsistent and mm. you and that relationship have adapted for so long, at some point it may become a problem for you or the other person, right? It may become a problem for you because you are no longer that person that wants to adapt to inconsistency. And you have that right, right? Like your growth and development are personal journeys that you have to sometimes make hard decisions on. So, yeah. So the, that's why, yeah, yes. That's why the simple answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. What do you, do you think so? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> that, I guess I have like the general answer, like you said. Um, yeah. And I agree a lot with what you said as far as growth and changing, like that makes sense too with what I'm thinking about or whatever. Yeah, I do. I think inconsistency can definitely, not, I don't, it can change a relationship maybe and it can change how you move around that person um whether it be relationship or friendship it'll change how you it can make you change how you treat that person as well so yeah i definitely think it can break a relationship or bend it you know in some type of way because even if you change how you move like that's breaking something that like you said it's been like you've been dealing with it for a long time or whatever or you've been putting up with it and then you decide that you know that's just not you anymore so yeah Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, isn't I, I guess I, I I'd say that's that's why you say it to that person, right? That's how you address it. Yeah, yeah. I would say that. Like that's how you like you mean that's how you would um bring it to their attention. Like you know, I know this is something that. Well, yeah, it's here, right? Oh, the, okay. the feeling is here. the feeling is here. That the the change is here. The the shift in what 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 was okay and is now not. It is here. You can't escape that. So how you choose to deal with that? It now it now. It's no longer a question of what's going on. It's how do we deal with it? And so I'm like, address it. Address it so that way it's a healthy conversation versus a bunch of buildup that can just create a bunch of unnecessary friction between lover or friend, right? Mm. So Okay. Mm. Well, yep, that was my perspective. And I appreciate your perspective. That was good. Mm-hmm. See? I knew you was the right one to talk to about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> The right one to ask. Okay. Well, what are you talking about this week? 
What am I talking about this week? Okay. So, I have been on the past few episodes sort of on this journey of talking about what it means to think about wanting to get back in the scene of dating, being clear and setting intentions, sort of the first text or the first phone conversation, I believe, is what we were talking about. And so, in keeping with that theme, I don't even know, maybe I should call this a serious, anyway, is there a name for it? We'll see what happens. Anyway, in keeping with (laughs) that realm of that thing. Getting back in the game, that theme of, yes, yes, of being intentional and exploring all these little things. Anyway, this week, I want to talk about reservations, hesitations, possibly self-sabotage. I don't know. You'll tell me. Ooh, that, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. So, specifically, I have been thinking about... What are some of the reasons and or factors that have either A, hindered me from, not hindered me, but have made me not want to get into a a relationship or want to explore dating or want to like interact with someone on a romantic level? So with that, I realized one of the things that I have, one of the big barriers or one of the big things, red flags that I see is this idea of choice, this idea of freedom. What I mean by that is I have experienced personally, I have witnessed through others' experiences, this dynamic in relationships that may not even be a big deal. So see, this you'll tell me anyway, of this need that someone feels like they are no longer able to make a single decision on their own about how they move in the world without approval from their partner their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their husband, their wife, they're they, they're them. And as someone who sees that, and especially now at this stage in my life with this, you know, with more seasoning on my chicken, I am baffled in quest- and And anyway, at this moment, as I am thinking again about, you know, we're reengaging with people, we're on the apps, we're having the first conversation. Some go well, some don't. Like, you know, we're just, as, as we're moving along this journey, I realized one of the barriers or one of the things that I've thought about that makes me not want to go beyond, that makes me not want to, you know, like, move forward is what it means in a relationship to be free. What does it mean in a relationship to be able to make your own decisions regarding your own life? Am I overthinking the shackles that I feel like someone gets thrown on them when they get into a relationship because now they have to check in, now they have to ask for approval before they go to the mall when they leave work or to go hang out with a friend on Saturday or to go see their mother on Sunday, that it's always a constant need to check in, a constant need for approval, a constant need to want to, yeah, yeah. What does it mean to be free in a relationship? What does it mean to not? Am I overthinking it? Anyway, that's what I want to talk about. And I'm Who thinking about know? this in the context of barriers or hesitations to wanting to explore anything with any real purpose with anyone. Okay, go ahead. Who do you know that's asking for approval to go to the mall after work? Like, that's not a relationship. They are under someone's control. I feel like you should... You can still be free in a relationship. Like, I I don't feel like I need to ask Robert's permission to do anything. Now, I feel like the word approval is strong. Now, am, am I telling her something because I'm considerate? Yes. Like, I think that's consideration for your partner when you call them and let them know, hey, I'm not coming straight home. I'm going to the mall. But if I call Robin and say, I'm not coming straight home, I'm going to the store. That's what I'm saying. I'm not coming straight home. I'm not saying to her, do you mind if I go to the store or can I go to the store? There, Why would I do that? I'm grown. She's grown. Like she doesn't have to ask my permission to do anything. Um, I don't necessarily think you're overthinking it, though you could be. But I do think that you are just looking at it from a different, you're looking at it from the wrong lens of being, like you said, locked down. um, And that's not necessarily what a relationship is, or it doesn't have to be what a relationship is. Like y'all should be able to have y'all's own freedoms. And unless y'all have plans, I don't see why you need to ask them to do anything like that. I don't know. I I don't like that. (laughs) And I don't, you know, 
Hmm. I don't know. But I do think that you can be free and still be considerate. Like you're not being shackled because you choose to call your, you know, your partner and say, um, you know, hey, I'm, you know, I'm on my way home, but I'm just letting you know I'm stopping by the store. You know, that's just kind of giving them a heads up. Like if you're expected at a certain time, sometimes you do that. Excuse me. Or sometimes you don't. Sometimes I come home and I stop by 7-Eleven. I don't necessarily tell Robin I'm stopping by 7-Eleven because... I don't know that I need to. Like, now I may call her and say, do you need anything? Because I'm stopping by 7-Eleven. Like, but again, that's just me being considerate instead of thinking just what I need when I stop by the store. So. Yes. Okay. I I was just giving, I was trying to give a range of potential spots where people engage and approval could be a strong word, but it's informing, it's checking in, it's getting a yes or no and it, and it, yes, it, it, that whole going to the mall after work. But it, but on the other end of that, it is if you want to if you want to make plans to do X on the weekend, and your partner's not a part of that. If you want to do something that may take you somewhere overnight, or that may take you make you have to get up two hours earlier than you normally do in the morning, right? Like it's it's a it's a, it's that's that's more. There's a difference about, but, between. There's a difference between how do you, you know, how do you feel about this? Or do, did you have any plans for us? Or, you know, was there anything that you wanted to do this weekend? Blah, blah, blah. Versus can I go with my friends here? Like that's, that's, that's just a big difference. Um, and that's a different type of conversation. But again, um, that's certain, I mean, certain parts of that are being considerate. Like, did you have any plans for us this weekend? Um, especially like if my friend just called me, like if you call me tonight, I say like, if you, if you were calling me tonight and asking me, um, do I want to do X, Y, Z this weekend? And here we are on Wednesday and the weekend is around the corner. Yeah. I'm going to say something to Robin first. Hey, did you have any plans for us this weekend? Because I know her, well, one, I know how our weekends are anyway. Like our weekends are usually reserved for the things that we need to do for us. So yes, out of consideration, I'll say, did you have plans for us? But that's different than asking her permission to do something because, and especially it, freedom, you're going to do what you want to do. So you would make time for the things that you want to make time for. So even with your partner, well, I'm going to say for me and my house, um, but even if, you know, Robin, had, you know, if she has some plan for us or whatever, I would see if there was a way I could squeeze it in, you know, cause that's still me doing what, you know, that's still me being considerate of my wife and also being considerate of my friend and trying to, you know, squeeze them in and make time for them. And, and, and neither scenario am I asking anybody's permission to do anything. It sounds like, you know, that's something you just doing for yourself. I mean, you, you're still being free. You're free to do whatever you want. And I, I don't, I mean, there's nothing wrong with checking in. When you care about somebody, you care about somebody. You want them to know what you're doing. You want to, you want to see what they're doing. Like, it, it just is what it is. It just kind of comes with the territory. Have you seen relationships where that doesn't happen? Where what doesn't happen? All the things that you sort of described that you were just describing. Like, have you seen a relationship, a successful one, where that does not happen? I don't know if I would use the word successful, but I have seen and heard of relationships that <laughs> they're still together, you know, or I guess that doesn't actually, I mean, actually that doesn't make it success. That doesn't make it not successful if they're not together. So, never right. Mind, but I mean, I'll just say like, I don't, I mean, I don't call that successful, but at the same time, like, I mean, listen to how I, how I feel about even using the word approval, you know, like that's not something that I would have in my life. Like someone having that kind of control over me to the point that I need to ask them, can I go somewhere? That sounds like control and that doesn't sound healthy. Um, no, well, I'm talking about what you described, what you, what you, what you described as like something you would give your approval to something that you do. Do you know couples where that does not happen, where they do the exact opposite? Like what? Having to give approval? I'm confused. I'm sorry. Like having to give approval or? The way in which you described how you and Robin operate, how you operate. Oh, okay. Somebody that does not do the that? The exact opposite. Uh, yes. Like a successful couple who does the exact opposite. They don't, they don't just... They don't check in and say, hey, babe, do you have anything for us going on on the weekend? They just make a plan, right? They they do the exact opposite of what you're doing. And they are, you would consider them a successful, healthy couple. I don't know. I don't know if I would consider them a successful, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know if I would use that word, but I don't, I mean... Success is in the eye of the beholder. Like, oh, I know, but that's like what I'm asking. For, that's what I'm asking for your eyes. That's exactly. Oh, that's really I mean, I'm... see, that's why I don't. I mean, I don't like that. No, to me, it wouldn't be considered successful 
if they have that type of relationship because again i don't get down with that type of relationship like that doesn't sound healthy to me um I'm a grown ass. I ain't had to ask nobody's permission since I was living with Nancy. No, Ashley. I just, but I right, but right, but that, that's but, what I'm. But but you don't do that. So I, that's what I'm. So you don't do that. So I right. Thought, but, so I know, and that's what I'm saying. But so that's why I'm explaining that that does not seem successful to me because of the way that I feel about that. I think that's an unhealthy situation to have to ask your partner's permission to do something like with your friends or to do something after work, like. I, am I am I misunderstanding what you like? I I know I get what you I hear I hear what you're saying. Oh, okay. I had moved past that because you're hung up on asking, and so I just moved into what you described as a as what you described as being okay. That's where I'm at now. No longer right. Because so we're hung I, and up what on I words. said about so just to make so I'm just saying you may call it what you're calling it. I may say it's acts, but I'm but how how you're describing it. I I agree with that. So using that as my frame now, if someone's not right, if somebody that, doesn't do what Rob and I do, yes, approach it in that way. You don't think that's a successful? You don't consider that a healthy, successful relationship? Okay, so now no, okay, now I understand you asking something different. Um, no, they could still be successful. Maybe they have their own way of doing it. Maybe they, you know, put stuff on each other's calendars or something. You know, maybe they they have their own way of letting each other know what they're doing for the weekend. Or with their friends, or or whatever the case may be. Does that make sense? No, it does. You know do it does. Uh-huh. So it does, and I and I hear everything, and I and, and and understand everything that's being described. I think for me, it goes back to the point of it's hard to envision a, a relationship, or getting to know someone, or deciding to become more than just at buddies, text buddies, and being healthy, successful, being able to move forward without what feels to me like. Uh, getting approval or checking in or making sure. And so the reason why I was asking, do you know any couples or do you know anybody who doesn't do the way, you know, approach relationships in the way in which you do and that you consider them successful is because I don't see it. And so if I don't see it and all I see is what I deem to be what I problematic in my head, is it possible to Mm -hmm. get into something and it be healthy, successful, grow, become something worthwhile? Are there relationships uh, that exist where, and I'm using now the example that you said, where if I hit you up and said, do you want to hang out? There is no need to say, well, hey, babe, do you have anything planned for us this weekend? It's if you want to do it, you're going to say yes. And the de- and, and the rest of the day will fall into place how it falls into place. Not And maybe not that part necessarily, but like if you want to say yes, mm. you're going to say yes without the need to, without what I would consider getting approval or checking in or getting the nod that it's okay to say yes. Like, hmm, you look at that as a, okay. Um, Aaron, but I, but I also, but I also acknowledge that I see it your way of saying it's, it's being respectful. It's like all those things that I see it that way. I also just also can, I think two things can be true at the same time. I think they can. Yes. I hear what you're saying. Um, I also think, I don't know. I'm I'm just thinking like, I I don't think I, I don't know. Never mind. I don't know where I was going. (laughs) I just think, I mean, okay. I just think you might have to change your mindset on that a little bit. Right. Because. If you like, you know, when you get into a relationship, how many times is that going to be okay for your partner? You know what I mean? Like for you to have plans or whatever and not even consider them for the weekend. Like basically like your days off, the days that you're supposed to, you know, be able to be free and spend time with them, you know, like without the pressure of work or having to like, because technically, you know, Monday through Friday, you already have a set schedule, you know, like if you got a job or whatever, you work a nine to five or whatever you work you have a set schedule. So you pretty much know what you're going to be doing. And then when you get home from work, you might have to like cook, do whatever, like try to chill. Like, but there, there's less time in that day because you just spent the majority of your day at work. Then when you have the weekends where you're able to like actually have that full on freedom, 24 hours or whatever to like spend time with your partner, that type of time that you don't have during the week, that's, I can see somebody saying, you know, it's only one, one, mm, it's only so many times that I'm going to allow you to just, to just tell me like, well, not, mm, let me not say aloud. It's only so many times. No, 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 no. Actually, I do want to say aloud, right? Because what I allow is how I'm going to let you treat me. And if I don't want to allow that type of behavior in my life, then that's what it is. And that's not me getting permission from you. That's saying what I know that I deserve and what I'm going to accept in my life. And if I want someone to spend time with me and at least consider me 
on the weekends when they have actual free time and I know they have free time and instead of them choosing to spend their free time with me, they make plans with their friends and not even, and, and that's okay, but not even think about me, not even say like, well, let me see what my boo doing this weekend or let me see what we can do this weekend before they decided to make plans with their friends. Like that's, you know, that's, that's almost a slap in the face when you think about certain things, you know, and I, and I like, yeah, you can spend the weekend with your friends, but where do I fall in that? And especially when you're getting to know somebody, because if we if we use you, you've known the friend. Like, if I'm just gonna use me and CC, you've known us for twenty some years. You're getting to know somebody. Are you gonna always put me and CC in front? And I mean, I, I use this loosely, but I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. But are you gonna always put C me and CC on the weekends versus somebody that you're trying to get to know that wants to get to know you and wants to spend time with you? You know what I mean? Like you have to look at it like that too. And I don't think that. I, don't, I mean, so I'm saying don't look at it like it's a a lockdown, checking in type of thing. Like, nah, you, I mean, you you got to spend time with people to know people. Like, yeah. and you just, I mean, that's your boo, right? I that's your boo. I don't, I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't even, I don't disagree. I, I would add to that, Ashley, that your parents, your parents are fighting for the same Monday through Friday schedule, right? Like your friends are fighting for the same Monday through Friday schedule. If you go to church, your, your, your commitment to church is fighting for the same Monday through Friday schedule, right? Like if you have after school activities, they're fighting for the same Monday. Like your, your partner is not unique to the different entities in your life that are competing for your time. Yes, what but, I'm you saying, consider, but you consider the other people first though. Like, but did you consider your part? Like, even if you don't fit your partner in, did you even consider them? Like, did you reach out to them and say something? You see, right there. That that's exact. I, I'm not disagreeing with what your analysis is. I'm saying that for me, if I deem that to be problematic overall, overall, is it possible to be in something that is healthy, successful for me, where that does not exist, or do I have to subscribe to that? And based on how you, and based on like just what I hear in this conversation, it's like. Like, that's a requirement for relationships. Like, that is what a relationship... It's almost like that is what a relationship is. That is what it means to get to know somebody. That is what it means to commit to someone. Like, you cannot exist without that level of interaction. Whether I call it checking in, getting approval, and you call it being considerate. Whatever whatever words we use, we're saying... I would say if we're saying the same thing, that that we're saying has to exist. I mean... I don't necessarily agree with that, but... If I'm checking in with you about um, it, like we're doing now, and you're saying that it does, like, what does that do then for the person that doesn't want it? It's not that I'm disagreeing with you. It's not even that I think that it's bad. It's that if I find it problematic for me, it's like, okay, well, what does that then say about as I think it says that you don't get in that type of relationship then. Or, no, actually, let me not say that. One, I feel like you can meet someone that um, may be willing, you know, that may be understanding to that. Because actually, you know, as you sitting here saying, you know, about you and you not necessarily agreeing with that type of life, pretty much, there may be somebody else out there that feels the same way. And then y'all don't have to worry about that. Y'all do y'all life how y'all do y'all life, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. a possibility? I, I think, anything, yes, anything is possible if you believe, right? Like, and you believe in God approves, right? Like, no longer is this possibility will happen. But, I, but, it, but that takes me back to that earlier moment where I was asking about, do you know any successful couples like that? Because it takes me back to if we can't see it, not that we can't, not that it can't be true, but where does it exist? How do you, like, it just, it just, it goes back to the earlier point of wanting to talk about hesitations and reservations. It may not necessarily be a deal breaker, but it is a contributing factor when you have hesitations or reservations when deciding how far to move with someone, deciding if you want to move with someone, like how you choose to approach someone, knowing that you can only go but so far potentially because there is an element, and I'm, and I'm getting specific about one, but in general, if there is something that for you is a, big barrier to you moving forward in any capacity with someone if that has to exist in order for you two to exist beyond where you are what does that what does what does that say and that's all i want to talk about this week can i just ask um before you wrap up your topic why did why does that make you feel though that there's no freedom in that like what do you like do you or am i misunderstanding but do you feel like that freedom and checking in can't coexist I, you know that, like they're that, not the... that is actually a good question I, I i the way i guess i'm approaching it is i don't perceive that to be a form of freedom a form of a form of true expression in a moment right without that filter that barrier needing to exist and always exist or exist more times than not and so is it 
just the way that I'm looking at it that creates all the things that I'm, I'm talking about. And so change your perspective, change your outcome. Is that is that what it is? Or no, is that a real thing? That's 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 I mean, is it a real thing? I don't know. I think change your perspective, change your outcome. That's what I think. That was a good topic. I like that perspective. You've given me some things to think about. Yes. But also, I guess, okay, I'll just, maybe this is where I, anyway, save it for later, Aaron, is relationships are not for everyone. Well. Amen, bro. Amen. Well, well, there there is no one size fits all relationship. Relationships are unique unto themselves. And so you have to. Yes. Create the relationships that are right for you. Right. And I guess, and a part of why I'm saying that is because. Maybe the way in which I'm looking at this type of romantic relationship, right, is not possible. That doesn't mean that a relationship is not possible. Just that way. Anyway, let me cut all that part out. That's all I want to talk about. Okay. Well, like I said, that was a really good topic. I like that one. Um, you've given me some things to think about, too. But, you know, yeah, that was that was good. Okay. Well, sir, are you looking forward to anything? I thought that I was looking forward to <laughs> the fact that all my shows had started to come back. But no, that is not oh. true. Because shows like, I don't even know if I should say their name. No, I've talked about them. Shows like The Equalizer are off for another two weeks. What the? What? Again? So, I don't know. Um, okay. I am looking forward to oh yes when we get off this when we're done tonight i'm gonna go watch the season finale of queen sugar and so i'm looking forward to seeing that as i told you it's been quality television so let's think in the moment that's what i that's what i was trying to do i mean i was trying to think like what am i looking forward to this weekend and it's like no Aaron, like there are things you're looking forward to now i'm looking forward to going and finishing watching shows like queen sugar tonight anyway what about you okay well, I'll stick with your theme. I'm looking forward to um, catching up on Murder in Paradise. They just released two more episodes on Amazon Prime. So I'm going to try to watch that tonight. Although it's not looking good because it's late. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm also, I am looking forward to being off the next couple of days and spending some time with my boo. There you go. I hope y'all don't think Anyone? late is late. We have different opinions of late. So when y'all hear this, oh, y'all, okay. it is not like well, let me 3 tell o'clock y'all, in the morning. It's 10.25 p.m. <laughs> for real, I fa- it's already late. Anything past 9 o'clock is late for me, honestly. How That's to get away with murder life. would it be on right now? You would be up watching that if it was on? The hell if I would. I have oh. mm, The hell if I would. I have Hulu. <laughs> I can watch it the next day. <laughs> like, I would, mm-mm. Mm-mm. And that's what I would do too. I would watch it at work the next day. I'm not staying out. Mm-mm. I'm tired. Really? I can watch it at work. Yeah. I always watched watch. it the next day at work. Oh, Even know. with SVU now, like okay, like I watched the um, two episodes of SVU and um, Organized Crime. I stayed up and watched it last week. Tierra texted me <laughs> somebody. Tierra's like, y'all watching? Girl, watching what? My eyelids? I am not watching that tonight. It's already bad enough. I got to stay up this late and they got commercials. F y'all. Y'all got me oh. messed up. I don't need this. My man has two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me stop playing. Any reflections? I think I do. I think I wrote down some reflections. Let me check. I don't know why that made me excited. Okay. Oh, okay. I had this thought. Remember when we were talking about, remember your perspective? I want to say it was last episode, last full episode where you referenced um, Superstore and the conversation about not remembering uh, pivotal arguments in a friendship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought, I thought about something. Me, you and Cece had a pivotal conversation once that you don't fully remember. Yes. That is very true. I know what you're talking about. And so about. I wrote down, <laughs> and, I, and so I wrote down, so should I take that to mean something? That was my reflection. And I then, oh, I, I, already, I talked about it in What Are We Watching? But I said, I'm, I'm having now listened to the mini-sode, last mini-sode, I, my opinion has completely already changed on Stable. So reflecting on what I said, change your perspective, change your outcome. I changed my, my perspective of what I, about 
organized crime and I'm hooked. Anyway, those are my two things. Well, I'm going to agree with that organized crime. You know, one day me, you, and Cece um, are going to have to talk. And I'm going to see if she remembers because I really don't know. I mean, I do. I mean, yes, now I know what you're talking about. But I just, I really cannot remember, like, the actual being in that. Like, I, and it, I don't know. I really wish I was in it so I could just know what the hell was being said. <laughs> um, shit. Uh, my reflection this week is I'm disappointed in myself, but I got to go ahead and dog myself. I should have gave myself under my skin. But when I was listening back to the last episode where we did under my skin and I gave it to Peacock for putting Harry Potter under children, mm-hmm. Aaron, Ron Weasley's name is Rupert Grant. It is not Rupert Everett or whatever else I said. And I never said Rupert Grant. So I was very disappointed in myself. So that is my reflection that I am getting right. <laughs> and that as much as I call myself a Harry Potter fan, I should be ashamed that I could not get Ron Weasley's name Stoner. right. Stoner! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Oh, shit. Oh, I get it. Oh, no. What? I thought you said Stoner. <laughs> <laughs> you said... You said stone her. I'm weak. Oh, shit, man. Oh, God. Oh, cut that part out. Cut that. Okay. But, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That's tragic. All right, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up our show today. We appreciate you all so much for joining us each and every week. Remember, if you want to chime in on any of today's perspectives or the five questions or anything that we spoke about, you can find us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us a perspective no e at the end at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook a perspective with aaron and ashley and make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well we genuinely 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 appreciate the support that you all show us every week and that's because you show up every week you listen you participate you are engaged and you hear us tell you to tell five people and you do that and so when they come and listen they hear us tell them to tell five people they go and listen and so they keep the cycle going and that's because of you so thank you Yes, thank you guys. And remember, if you change your perspective, you can change your outcome. And remember, if you change your perspective, you can change your outcome. Hey! <laughs> <laughs>